So in today's Vad and hopefully Bez Hashem, tomorrow's Vad, we're going to try to understand human psychology and human behavior according to the way we understand from the Torah, how people operate based on their midot and their koiches nefesh. And this will help us, you know, work on ourselves, understand ourselves, and work on ourselves. So today's Vad is really a continuation of yesterday's Vad in a deeper level. And we're going to base it off the words of the Pachad Yitzchak, Rab Hutna Zechon of Rocha, Sefer Pachad Yitzchak on Purim in Inyan Aleph, the first Inyan. Obviously, we're not going to go through every single word that he says. We're trying to bring out the concept. And if uh, one has learned it enough, you can try to learn the Sefer inside and get all the nuances, okay? Okay, so like this. It starts off the Maimer with the Pasuk that says, Reshit Goyim Amalek. Amalek was the first nation to attack the Jewish people when they left Egypt. Va'aharito Ade Oved. And because of that, at the time of the final redemption, Va'aharito, at the end, he will be totally and completely destroyed. Which means that when the time the Mashiach comes and all the revelations of Mashiach is going to be powerful revelations, a lot stronger and a lot bigger and a lot more powerful than the revelations of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, like we mentioned the other day, that Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim is going to pale in comparison to the revelations of Mashiach. At that time all the nations of the world are going to have some form of a tikkun. They're going to change their ways. Just like we find when the Jewish people left Egypt, it says, Az People actually saw the truth and were willing to change. Obviously until Amalek came. In the final redemption, we're going to have such strong revelations that there'll be a tikkun to the world, including the goyim. Besides one nation, that's Amalek. Amalek will not have a tikkun. Amalek will have to be destroyed. And his contribution to the revelation of Akhar Sayyamim is going to be with his destruction. The question we have to ask ourselves is, why is Amalek not fixable? After all the revelations, he's not fixable at the end of the day. Just like we see in Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, he was not fixable. Because he came and attacked the Jewish people. He didn't learn from the lessons of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim like everybody else did. And we're saying that he is not going to learn from the lessons of Mashiach as well. And there's only, there's only one option left, and that is to destroy him totally. Okay? So the concept that he's talking about is really a continuation of what we spoke about yesterday, is the fact that Chazal tell us something about Amalek what makes them not fixable, and that is the fact that they have this midah called letzanut. A letz is not fixable. The Chazal that the Mesir Sisharim is very busy with is letzanus is techiloso yesurim. It begins with yesurim, and, at, and it ends with clear, with destruction. It means the lets, the Yisurim, will not 
bring him to change. The Yisurim ultimately will have to lead to his destruction because a let's doesn't change. Okay? So, Reb Hutna is going to try to explain to us a little bit the amkis of the koyach hanefesh that a person has called leitzonis and how that manifests itself in the human being. Okay? So the basic idea in a human has two kohot, which we're going to discuss both of them today. He has a koyach called leitzonis. The koyach of leitzonis is to be mezalzel in anything choshev, to take away the chashivas of anything that has chashivas. And then we have a koyach in Adam, which is called the koyach lahalel. The, the koyach that a person is mahalel. He gives praise. He sees the chashivas in things that are greater than him and higher than him and have worthy of praise. Those are two koyches working within the human being. And they're really two different koyches ha-nefesh that seem to contradict each other. On one hand, the human being has a koyche ha-nefesh called leitzonis that he wants to be mezalzel in anything chashiv. And then there's a koyche ha-nefesh in the which is able to be mahalel, to see the chashivas and things. So the most distorted human being, namely an Amaleki, and those that have his midot, have their mezalzel in anything chashiv. And where's that koyach al-hilul come out? The koyach al-hilul comes out is that the mahalel rishayim, <clears throat> the mahalel ra, the mahalel taivas oilam hazed, stuff like that. That's the way they work out this inner contradiction that they have within themselves. On one hand, they want to say anything chashiv is zilzal. They want to be mezalzal. They want to take away its chashivas. On the other hand, there's a koyach and adam to be mahalal. So how are they going to work out that contradiction within the human being? And that is that they're going to, anything that's truly valuable, they're going to mitigate the value. They're going to be very negative. And they're going to take away its chashivas. And things that have no chashivas whatsoever, for example, evil, ra, rishas, taivas, elamaz, etc., etc., that's the praise that you're going to hear coming out of their mouths. Okay, we're going to go into the amkis a little bit. But the point is like this. It says that toichocho, rebuke, doesn't work for a lex. That's what we said earlier, that a person who has... The midah of leitzanas. The midah of leitzanas has nothing to do with sense of humor, has nothing to do with jokes. The midah of leitzanas is to find a way to be mezalzel in anything chashev, to take away value of anything that has value. He may come on to jokes to do that, and humor to do that. But the point is that he cannot recognize and accept that this certain inyan is chashuv. Okay, so what is toichocha in general? When you give a guy toichocha, right? You say that he's not learning enough, he's not davening enough, things that he has to work on, right? Toichocha. Toichocha is not just rebuke, toichocha means comes to the lotion of hochacha. You're proving to him. You're showing him the value in the thing that he's lacking in and why it's worth his time, energy to work on himself to change, Right? So that's toichocha. A let's cannot accept toichocha 
because Teichocha, by definition, the way Musa is going to work, the way Teichocha is going to work, why should I change? Why should I work on myself? Because it was presented to you the value. I present to you the value of study Torah. And I explain to you how the abuse of your speech, your speech has a lot of kashivas to it, and the abuse of your speech is something that needs to be corrected. So a let's can't accept that because there's no kashivas. No kashivas in Torah, no kashivas in Dibur, no kashivas in Zman, no kashivas in Kedusha, no kashivas. So he's not a person who's able to accept rebuke. That's why he's not a fixable human being. That's why the end of a let's is kiliyah, is destruction. That's Amalek. Amalek has no tikkun. You can't fix Amalek. Because Amalek has this midah of leitzonus, that he's mezalzel in cold dover choshev. Now this is very clear in Amalek's attack on the Jewish people when they left Egypt. Because what was the clarity that the world had when the Jewish people left Egypt? That the chashivas in the Am Yisrael, that they are connected with Hashem, that's their power, that's their greatness, that they're connected to Hashem, and they're going to be going out to become the chosen nation, and to accept the Torah on, by Har Sinai, right? That was their chashivas. Amalek wanted to show that they're not so chashiv, they're like everybody else, there's nothing special about them. So the main point of the war that Amalek had on Yisrael was trying to take away the chashivut of Am Yisrael. That's zilzal, that's the koyak of leitzonis. It's to cool the world down, like Rashi brings from Chazal. The whole world was in fear don't mess with the Jewish people because the Jewish people have a connection with Hashem. Don't mess with them. And Amalek came to, to, to cool that off. That's the attribute of Amalek. And we'll try to just bring this point out a little bit from another angle. Chazal tell us, where did Amalek attack the Jewish people? He attacked the Jewish people in Rephidim. Chazal say, what is Rafidim? Sherofu Yedehem Minhatoira. Their hands were weak in Torah. Now we in general, when we talk about a person who is bitul Torah, he's not learning Torah, we say he's making bitul Torah. Over here, Chazal uses a different law. It doesn't say bitul Torah, it says Rafu Yedehem Minhatoira. Is they're learning, but there's a certain weakness. In the learning, which means that it was lacking chashivas for learning. That means a guy could be in yeshiva, he's not in business, but he's lacking the chashivut of what every word of Torah is. He's lacking chashivas of what the value of being omel v'yageya and putting all his energy and time and effort into learning. That's called rafu yidehem. It's not necessarily bitl Torah in the sense that he doesn't learn, it's a, it's a point of lacking chashivas. When the Jewish people were lacking the chashivas for Torah mitzvahs, lacking chashivas for Yerushamayim, lacking a chashivas for Avas Hashem, lacking a chashivas for davening, let's say, so then comes Amalek, because Amalek is that power 
that takes away the chashivas of anything good. So it's a deep point what I'm saying here. Because you can have a guy who actually doesn't have a lot of avas Hashem. He doesn't have a lot of years Hashem. He's not a big masmid. He's not the biggest thing in the world. However, we're going to see this from Rabbi Yaina. However, he's machshevet. And because he's machshevet, he's working on his issues. See, we've got to get this clear. This is a very important point that we have to know. When we learn Musa, when we learn Inyonim, we're not asking anybody to be a perfect human being. Because you're not a perfect human being, and you're not going to be a perfect human being anytime soon. So we're not looking to make anybody a perfect human being. We don't say, if you're not learning the whole day every single second, and if you're not using all your kaychas for learning every single second, and if you're not making every shafrit, and if you're not full with Avas Hashem, you're Hashem, you're nothing. That's absolutely not true. So what makes you a something, and what makes you a nothing? What makes you a something is that this Torah, you machshevet. And you machshevet, therefore you want it. Davening, you machshevet, you want it. Avas Hashem, you machshevet, and you want it. Yiris Hashem, you machshevet, and you want it. Now, because it's chashev, and because you want it, and because it's important to you, you're willing to deal with the issues that you have that are getting in the way of getting to what you want to get to. So you're willing to accept toichacha. You're willing to hear that there's a place to grow. You're willing to figure out how you're supposed to grow. That's, it needs a tchashav by you. Okay? There are people that are rough with your day minatari. Rough with your day minatari means that the reason why they're being weak is because they're not machshavit. It's coming from a lack of chashivas. It's not so important. So if it's not so important, that's already the koyach of leitzonis to not be able to see with clarity the importance of these things. That a learning guy and a guy who's not learning, it's all the same thing. Just you happen to enjoy learning, he doesn't enjoy learning. You start to take the, the chashivas away from it. You take the chashivas away from it, that's when you have a problem. When the dollar is more chashiv than the Gemara, then you have an issue. That's called Rafa Yidei Minatayra. That's where the koyach of Amole comes in to influence a person to use this koyach hazilzul, to take away the chashivas of something. We're going to see this as a very, very important point. You can have somebody who's actually very learned, but he's also not machshav Torah. Let's say you have a person that when he was a kid, he grew up very religious, and he went to yeshiva, and he was well-behaved, and he did good in elementary school, he did good in high school, he even did good in base medrash, you know? He has a lot of learning, and he has a lot of learning skills too. But then he gets a little older, and he starts to face the real world, he has to make panosa, and then he starts to see, wow, there's another whole world over here. People are making money, Millions, hundreds of millions, guys are moguls, they give it out money. But also he sees that world and he's like kicking himself in the pants in a certain way. Like where was I for the last 20 years, you know, sitting with my face in the Gemara, unaware of a real world that's out there. So that person's learned, but he lost his chashivas for Torah. That person is not holding. Or you could have another guy. He went to a mainstream yeshiva. He was very basic in religion, more traditional, you know, regular guy. And then at the age of 30 years old, 
He got inspired to Torah, he started learning Gemara, he started to see a whole world of spirituality that he wasn't aware of before, and then he's like, where was I for the last 25 years? You know how much time I lost, I could have been so much greater. That person is much higher level than the other guy. Why? He doesn't know much. But Terence says, it doesn't go with how much you know, it goes by what your machshev. Chashivas is the name of the game, and that's a Rabbeinu Yoyne, which is a powerful, powerful Rabbeinu Yoyne. He brings it down, he quotes it. It's a very powerful Rabbeinu Yoyne. Then he brings a posuk, ish lefi mahaleloi. And a man is measured based on his praise. So simply by yourself, you learn that the way you know a person's value is by how people outside give him praise. So then you know his value. If people praise him, you know his value. But Rabbi Yenna says that that's not the pshat. Rabbi Yenna says, Ishkifi mahalaloi means what you praise. It's what you praise that says what your value is. If you yourself praise good deeds, and those that have chokhmah, the Hatzadikim, and those that are righteous, Teda, you should know, Ubachanta Ki'ish Toiv Hu. He's a good man. Vishoyrish Hatzedek Nimsaboy, right? The Shoyrish, the root of goodness and righteousness is in him, and he'll make it eventually. Maybe today he's not so big, but he will make it. He will actually become a something in his life because he has the right. Values of what he's machshev, really machshev, right? But he says, "Ve'im yitochet sheish biyoda avoynes the story, even though he has sins." Aval ma'oyave tzedeku, he's the one who loves righteousness. Va'mishabeach ma'isim megunim or mahalul rishoyim. If a person all he's doing is praising the evil doers of the world, or he's praising gashmias. He's praising people that make money. He's machniyah to them. He's machshiv them. He's, he, he humbles himself before them. But in front of tzaddikim, he doesn't go crazy to go see a tzaddik. A tzaddik is be'er he, in the city. He doesn't go try to hustle to get his eyes on him. It's not his thing. He doesn't care about that so much. Says Rabbi you know who this guy is. This guy, the shoyrish of in him is a rasha. Because he's, he's not machshiv the right things. Mazalva, the right things, right? And he expounds on this a lot in the Rabutna, where you can have this type of, uh, uh, you know, he says a wild thing. He says, if let's say you have a person who actually sits and learns, he's in yeshiva, he actually sits and learns. But when he faces a tamachachum, you don't see him jump up and 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 and, and machshiv him and 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 machri himself to him. But when you see he comes in contact with a very successful, wealthy, powerful person, all of a sudden, then you see his chashivas. So this person is not a person who's machshiv Torah. But you can have a person who's a balabas, person who's a in gashmias and money. But when he sees a rabbi, when he sees a tzaddik, when he sees good people, he's machri himself to them, he's machshav them, that says something about the person. So we're learning a deep thing here, a very deep thing. 
Again, like I explained to you before, we have two kaiches in us. We have a kaiach in us that wants to be mahalal something. And machnia, because halal means it's, it's, it's worthy of praise, it's bigger than me, it's greater than me, and I'm willing to be machnia myself to it. That's one part of a person. A person has that koach nefesh. There's another koach nefesh a person has that he wants to mitigate value. He wants to mezalzal in things. I don't, there's nothing so special about that that I have to be machshevit and machnia myself to it and try to reach it. It's nothing there. That's the koach hazil, right? So the perfect human being, the, 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 the Torah human being is what? A person who's machshev Torah, machshev tefillah, machshev chachomim, machshev tzaddikim, machshev avoida, machshev yira, machshev ava. Where does he use that koyach hazilzil? Where does he use that koyach to mezalzil? The Gemara says that you use the koyach of leitzonis to make leitzonis of avoida zara. Now leitzonis of avoida zara doesn't necessarily mean dafka avoida zara. You use that koyach to be mezalzel, the chashivis, and anything that's not chashiv. In any ra, mezalzel. I don't see anything special over here. So that's where you use your koyach to be mezalzel, to knock out things that are evil, and things that are not chashiv. Where do you use your koyach ahilul? You use your koyach ahilul to be machshiv things that have chashivis. The person who's corrupt, and I'm a lakey type of guy, he will be machsh, he will be machshev only reshoyim, things that have no chashivas, and he's gonna be mezalzal on anything that's chashiv. That type of person, there's no way to fix him. He's an unfixable human being. Because he can never accept toichocha. Because toichocha by definition is bringing out the chashivas of the thing. And he can never accept that. So it's a very powerful thing that a human being can have in himself. That a person has a certain negativity to him, and he will try to mitigate things that are chashiv. Now, sometimes that comes from the fact that he thinks that if he's going to be machshiv something, he's going to force him to change, and he's not ready to change. So he's not ready to change, so he has to either, uh, he has to knock it out. He has to find the, the lack of chashivas in it. He feels that pressure to change, and he doesn't want to do that which we're going to talk about tomorrow, hopefully, because we have to realize that the koyach of leitzonis, of Amalek, has a deeper root within the human being. The deeper root of taiva, of kas. We're going to talk about it more based on the zoyer and the gro. We're going to discuss that further. So we, we, but today, I think this is a very important thing to learn. You want to know who you are. Don't focus on your behaviors, says Rabbi Leina. If you want to know yourself... Don't look at your behaviors because your behaviors may not be the greatest or your behaviors may be good, but that's not you. You want to know yourself? You have to know what you machshav, what you praise, what, what, what you're into, what you're spoil from. That's, that's knowing yourself. It's very important for a person to know himself. Is he a person that when he walks away from a schmooze, does he say, wow, I didn't really understand the chashivas of learning. I didn't really understand the Hashivas of David is something I want to work on or need to work on eventually or whatever it is. Or as he walk away from the shoes, he says, you know, the rabbi's getting a little bit wild over these things. It's not so, you know, you got to be a little bit more normal, have your, your, head, your feet on the ground. You know, how do you react? How do you react to things? You know, how do things react? How do you react to those things? 
The general. What's your general attitude? So that says a lot about a person. It says a lot about a person. And that's our job in life is really to understand, as I said before we started the VOD, that studying Amalek is going to help us really understand ourselves. Because Amalek isn't just like a guy who attacked the Jews, you know? It's a manifestation of a deeper, deeper part of the human being and the kachas of a person and a corruption in the inside of the person. So we're going to learn something about him. That helps us learn something about ourselves. Because we have a different ideology. We have to be the opposite of what he is. We can't hate him. And we cannot daven to Hashem to remove him from the world if, it's, if we don't identify that we're different and he's a problem. And his problem is forcing us to, influencing us to do the things the wrong way. So this whole machotim chazecha molek is such a growth process for every person. It's not just like you read the, the, the pasuk in parashat ki tetzeh, and then when the hazan, when the Baal Koresh says amalek, you bang on the floor and you feel like you did the job. You could be a shtickle amaleki yourself, you know, <laughs> and then you're banging on the floor. You're banging on your own head, you know. The point is we have to learn exactly what this is in Amalek. So we're going to take the next step tomorrow where we're going to go into the Zoya that compares the Amalek to a dog. Esav is compared to an ox. Yishmol is compared to a donkey. And Amalek is compared to a dog. If you pay attention to the, to the shore, is a shin, chamor is a ches, and a kelev is a chaf. If you take those three letters and you put it together, it spells choshech, darkness. It means these midot, they're not just ox and a donkey and a dog. The midos of these three things together, if you have them all together, it is the epitome of darkness. Epitome of darkness means a place that is void of spirituality. So we have a lot to learn here, and we have to see the midas that we have, and the Yetzirah that makes us want to have these midas. This is all stuff that we have to discuss. So hopefully we'll learn a lot about ourselves. And the good part of this whole thing is, you don't have to be an entirely changed man by the time uh, it comes to Mechia Samolek. You don't have to be a changed man behavioral speaking in a, in a behavioral sense. Behavioral takes a long time to change. You have to change your ideologies. You have to change your outlooks. You have to see with inside yourself which midas are dominant and what work you have to do. You know, that's the game changer. Once you start to realize that, you're on the road. The road may take you quite some time, but you're on the road and that's a big change. And that's the avoid that we're trying to do because then I'm going to try to explain to you later, Vadin, how this is going to take us into Purim, how we're actually going to enjoy Purim and really reach the Simchot Purim. This is a very deep thing. So we're going to stop here for today so we don't overload your brains and then we go further tomorrow.